Welcome to Retail Nightmares. I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. With me is the lovely and special Alicia Tobin. <laughs> Hi, guys. And our fabulous guest today is one of my longest time friends, Fiona Hernandez. Hi. Hi, Fiona. <laughs> Welcome to the Purd Kurtz. <laughs> Thanks for having me. That sounds like something I'd want to eat, a purd curd. I would eat a curd. Yeah, that would be like a delicious cheese dish. We can start doing a recipe blog along with this. Yeah, well, I still want to talk about Hot Dog Boulevard. (laughs) (laughs) For the listener, before we recorded our first episode, Alicia and I recorded a pilot episode that was just the two of us with no guest. (laughs) And I proposed a segment called Hot Dog Boulevard. That's right. And we never came back to it. It's going to, we'll work on it. We'll have out the details and yeah. it can be on the next bird curt. Is it just about <laughs> hot dogs? It was well, I told the recipe for spaghetti. Spaghetti dog. hot dogs? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So good. The last time Fiona visited me, she does not live in Vancouver. I made her spaghetti dogs, which is basically spaghetti stuck through a hot dog in a bun. <laughs> and then do you put spaghetti sauce on it? Yep. Yeah. That sounds great. It was great. It's really yeah. good. The only thing that was better than eating it was uh, watching you make it. (laughs) They look like little landmines when you're cooking them. It's like eating a Barbie. I bet that's what it looked like. It does sort of look like a Barbie body. It's weird, Mm -hmm. actually. I have the same body. (laughs) Hot dog body. Cool. Like just put little. You have a biker's body, and I have a hot dog body. I think those two go great together. (laughs) You can go to the pool together. You can see. Get a hot dog on a bike, and you are golden. So Fiona, you live currently in a town with 700 people in it. 700 whole people. <laughs> Let's wow. not get into the like decimal point. <laughs> Do babies count as whole people? Well, the census says yes, yeah. but it depends who you ask. <laughs> you personally. If you ask me. No. Oh, no. <laughs> the town is called? It's called Ujebugumu. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of it. Have you heard of it? Yeah, of course. But it's, yeah, it's a really small place. What are you doing there? I work at the museum there. What kind of museum is it? It's a Cree museum. (gasps) So it's a Cree town. So it's the museum for the whole Cree nation, James Bay Cree nation. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. How did you get that job? It was advertised. (laughs) (laughs) And how long have you worked there for? Uh, A little bit over a year. What an adventure. It's a pretty great adventure. Yeah. Cold winter. (laughs) Yes. Although this year, not so cold. My mom just messaged me today. She lives in uh, St. Lazare in Quebec, and uh, Christmas Eve forecast, 16 degrees. What? That's fucked up. Yeah, it's really <laughs> fucked up. Last year was weird. I was in Quebec twice last year. The, by February, it was a real winter, but at December, it was crisp, not a drop of snow. Really? Where in Quebec? St. Lazare. So it's like 45-minute drive north of the city of Montreal. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're far up enough that you see the northern lights. Is that correct? That's correct. Oh, that's beautiful. That's so cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. On the plane ride here, there was so many northern lights. Oh, my gosh. I really want to see them before I die. I would encourage you all to come visit. <laughs> Let's go see them and then I kill you. Okay. <laughs> Mission accomplished. So you went to school for your job in Australia. I did. Yeah, yeah, because you were really into taxidermy. 
That was a big part of the reason. <laughs> and whenever I go to museums, I just wanted to touch everything. And I often had security guards be like, don't touch it. <laughs> and so I thought, what is the job that I could have where I can touch it? And the security guards can't do anything. And the answer is conservative. <laughs> That's so. great. It would be great if at your interview for your job, you're like, I want to touch it. I want to touch it. <laughs> and like, please leave, ma'am. We'll escort you out. <laughs> so at the time, you're really interested in taxidermy. Is that it, something that continues? Um, not so much. No. Okay. Uh, well, I'm always going to be interested in taxidermy or yeah. dead things, I guess. Okay. Um, but they don't really do taxidermy up in the north of Quebec. Yeah. Um, I guess it's it's disrespectful to the animals. Okay. Yeah, uh, it kind of is like turning an animal into a puppet. Yeah. I mean, if you use the anus as the entry point. <laughs> you can use other entry points. Yeah, but oh. yeah. Armpits are... Secondary entry <laughs> points. <laughs> All sorts of puppets. <laughs> Puppos. In uh, Cree art, do they use any parts of the animal? Yeah, lots. Like bones and, and fur... Bones, yeah, fur and lots of skin. I guess we have like a lot of drums and that kind of thing. And we do get a lot of just animal parts. Like one day I got a call. I worked down in the basement and I got a call from the receptionist and they were like, um, Anna's here to see you. And like, okay. And I went upstairs and there was this old lady just holding a freshly skinned rabbit skin inside out. <laughs> And, oh man. And then and cuz I I've been working on growing our living collection like stuff that people can touch. So okay. I wanted samples of all the fur that that's from around there. And so this lady, like I think my boss called her and was like, "Hey, do you have any extra rabbit skins?" and she's like, ah, okay. "Oh, I have an extra rabbit." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so she just showed up and she was holding it in her bare hand, like inside out rabbit. And she explained to me what to do to prepare it, like, so it dries okay and it doesn't crack and stuff. And I was like, okay, like, just nodding emphatically, thank you so much. <laughs> and then she was like, here. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's rough. That's very intense. It was the best day. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a good blog. And also you post a lot of photos on Facebook about your adventures and your job and it's very interesting but sometimes i'm like hide post i cannot see that at the top of <laughs> my feed when again. it's dead things yeah when, when it's, it's dead post. things i'm like Fiona! because <laughs> you also most of your posts on the internet are like really cute dogs and your cat it's mostly dogs yeah because that's just what you do up there is hang out with dogs and go for walkies most of my friends are dogs yep. <laughs> you have the best friends I think so. Yeah. yeah. People are not worth it. I I think people are worth it, but it's complicated. Yeah. And I think the simpler you are and the kinder you are, it's just harder. I think other complicated people kind of get along a little bit better. I just feel like, oh, if you say something, it should be true. <laughs> that's That's a good rule, basically. <laughs> yeah. If you say something, you should try to be nice. Unless you want someone to go away, and then I'm really good at being mean. Oh, yeah. I said the meanest That's thing right. about Nicolas Cage today. Like that I was shaking after I wrote it, and I was like, it's so funny. mean. But what did so... you say about Nicolas Cage? <laughs> he has agreed to return a 67 million-year-old dinosaur skull to the nation that it came from. It was sold to him through a black market deal, but it belonged to some country. So he's agreed to send it back. And then my post said, once he stops using it as his own face. 
That's funny. That's a really good main thing to say. And I also just watched the sequel to Ghost Rider. I just like within a week I watched Ghost Rider one and two. Does he have sex as a fire ghost in that? No, there's no sex in it. Thank God. Okay. Um, he's this cartoon or not? Sorry, sorry, everyone. Comic book character <laughs> uh, who, when he's around the presence of evil, he turns into this sort of. He gets possessed by the spirit of this rider guy and so his head turns into a flaming skull and he makes everyone feel all the pain that they've inflicted on everyone but one of the pieces of trivia for this movie was that the skull that his head turns into is based on a 3d scan of his actual skull so that was pretty exciting so does it just look like him again it kind of well there's lots of in the first one there's a lot of morphing from his face to the skull but in the second one it was like a clearly a much lower budget so it's just like you see Nicolas Cage and then you see a guy with a skull and also the look of the second movie doesn't look anything like the first movie different directors yes the second movie is two directors did one, did one quit, quit part way oh, no they're like a team it's so bad oh like a married couple no like just two bros who think it's cool to put oh. themselves in the movie a lot yeah it was bad so Fiona you're visiting for a couple of weeks um what's your favorite thing to do when you're back in vancouver um be on podcast (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, sushi i think sushi is the main thing and going to the movies because we don't have a theater okay and the closest theater is four hours away and it's everything is dubbed in french right and it's awful everything's blue nuit do do you know what that is i do not know enough french blue night (laughs) it was a soft porn show that played on yeah it was like the red shoes but it was came up before the red shoe diaries and it was on one of the french channels growing up and it was often the porn was i think that it only showed tops (laughs) tops of boobs just, just the very top, the top, not the nipples. Not no, the uh, it showed boobs for sure, Middle? but I don't know if it showed bottom halves. And often they were period pieces, so people were wearing like, these very flouncy outfits. Oh, and yeah. Everybody tried to sneak watch it. Um, Blue Nuit. <laughs> if We've anything to- could be better than Red Shoe Diaries, it would be. Blue Nuit. Yeah, yeah but there's no yeah. David Duchovny, so I don't know. But David Duchovny was only in the beginning. He just read things. But he it had a creepy. dog, so that was cute. Yeah, Which was weird, too, because I'm like, why is he just reading sex stories? To, to the dog. dog. <laughs> yeah, and the dog's like, I hate this one. <laughs> the like, dog's like, just get on top of her. <laughs> just start humping apart. Why can't we see <laughs> the bottom of It all feels great. just the top? It would be great if you could just see the tops of the genitals. Do you remember the Red Shoe Diary with the woman who was... No. <laughs> Obsessed with the fireman? From, no, but that sounds like it. It was crazy. Definitely. Like she set her house on fire. <laughs> so he and then he came and yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. So before I don't, I kind of just want a whole podcast talking about Fiona's present job. Yeah, it's great. It's amazing. It's very to interesting. Talk about it. I can tell you the worst time in my present job. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it would be the day that. Everyone was telling me the um, janitor was looking for me, whose name is Nicodemus. Okay. Great name. Yeah. Whoa. And so everyone's like, Nicodemus, he's looking for you. And I go the into the next room and they're like, Nicodemus, have you found him? <laughs> and then finally Nicodemus comes out of the men's bathroom and he's like, Fiona, you need to come into the men's bathroom right away. <laughs> and then we went in and because I'm in charge of bugs, so I need to check that the museum doesn't ever have bugs. Sure. And so he's like, there's bugs in the urinal. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And usually I tell people if they see a bug to pick it up, like to 
It'll all day long, you'll have good luck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good omen. <laughs> you rub it on your forehead and then you give it a little kiss. <laughs> Let it go. And then put it back on the urinal put it, cake. Put it on an object. <laughs> <laughs> and then spin around three times and make a wish. <laughs> <laughs> Say book lice three times in the mirror. Oh, book lice, book lice, oh. book lice. <laughs> Don't. Oh. Jessica's going to get book lice. I'm oh. sorry. No, but in the... So, yeah, so in the urinal, there was these three mysterious bugs and he's like I don't want to grab them and I was like well, I don't either and he was like but bugs like it's dangerous and so I had to I've been saving this little spoon that was a weirdly shaped spoon that I got from a coffee shop and I was like this will have a conservation use one day Aww. it was really curly and I used that to get the urinal bugs <laughs> and did you were you able to identify them I wasn't that's what's bugged me the most were they like ghost bugs <laughs> possibly yeah I worry about stuff like that. Yeah. I like when you said there were three weird bugs. I like imagine as one's the Joker <laughs> and like one's like the Penguin. They all have personality. No, like one's wearing a zoot suit. <laughs> He's like snapping. I'm basically like imagining they were anthropomorphized bad guys from a shitty video game. One is Nicolas Cage. Yeah, oh, I wish. I saw a bug once that I couldn't identify. And it was in my last apartment in Montreal, and I was sitting on the couch with my dog, um, my roommate Mita, and her cat Prince. It was a great situation. Um, we all sat on the couch at the same time. It was great. That's awesome. And then Mita said, what the fuck is that? And it was the middle of winter, like minus 40 outside, and it was moving so fast. And it was like a centipede that had bred with a silverfish. Oh, th- they and have a bunch of those. Those are good guys. And it's like curly eyelashes moving fast, like some oh. sort of vacuum cleaner attachment. Yeah, oh. there's a bunch of those. I've seen them in, what's that place called? That's right next to Ottawa, but isn't Ottawa. It's in Quebec. It's across the bridge. Gatineau? Gatineau. Yeah, I was in Gatineau staying in this beautiful manor that these four ladies had just been like, if we all pitch in, it's cheaper than four separate apartments. And so we were, we'd played the show and we were staying in a room downstairs and we were just kind of falling asleep and we had dimmed the lights down and we're like oh we're falling asleep we should go to bed and we turned the lights on and we realized that right above us there was three of these bugs and i screamed so much and i freaked out jay's never seen me act that way because i'm usually like oh it's just a spider i'll pick it up with my bare hand and put it outside but there were so many legs and the way they moved i don't know but apparently they're only in quebec and Ontario. Okay. But they're slowly making their way out west. Yeah, I've never seen another one. I've heard that they're good guys, that they eat other bugs and they eat silverfish and stuff. I yeah, hate so, silverfish. And then they yeah. gain their powers and, then and they start looking powers. like them. <laughs> the first time you see any animal is always like, no. It's, it's hard too because with the internet, you sort of feel like you've seen everything that's out there. Also on tour, I was in Sackville. And there's this sort of nature preserve where there's a bunch of ducks and it's really cute. And you walk over these wooden walkways over this marsh. And I saw this animal that I'd never seen before in my life. And I was like, what is that thing? It's like a rodent, but it's aquatic. It turned out to be a muskrat. But <laughs> so cool. That's really cool that you saw one. I know, especially <laughs> since I've sung that Captain and Tennille song so much in my life. Muskrat I saw a beaver for the first time like a couple of years ago. Oh, they're cool. They're really cool. Where did you see it? And the river that goes through Calgary, what's it called? The Bow River? Yeah. Yeah, and they have dams and they do beaver stuff Good. and it's amazing. <laughs> Their dams are amazing and 
being a Canadian, like, I think I would have seen one by now. But Yeah. For all the same. American listeners that we have, Canadians don't just hang out with moose and beavers all the time. I mean, <laughs> some of them do, the lucky ones. Yeah. <laughs> We're all trying to get that gig. If you live in day. a city, and especially on the West Coast, you don't get to hang out with all the stereotypically Canadian animals all the time. It bumps me out. Vancouver has other animals, though. Squirrels. Coyotes. Squirrels, yeah. Coyotes. Oh, the- that was... Sorry, that was one really great thing. Actually, previous guest Josh Salter, after we recorded our episode, he stayed at my house until about like two in the morning. We were just listening to music and drinking. And then he decided to walk home to where he was staying and he accidentally walked the wrong direction and he made it all the way out to UBC. And That's he was, insane. That's yeah, a lot of walking. It's very far. And like the sun was coming up by the time you got there. But he was telling me, he's like, yeah, I saw these weird sort of scruffy German shepherd dogs. They were just out. And I was like, no one was walking them? He was like, no, they were just out running around sort of in the middle of the street. What and is I was the like, deal with Josh? I was, he's from Halifax. They don't, I guess, have coyotes there. And I was like, those were coyotes. And he's like, what? No way. And I was like, yeah, those were coyotes. And he's like, oh, wow, that's so cool. And he was really excited. And no, was, they've only been known to ever kill one person. Yeah. And he was like, could Which they have person? killed me? Was it a folk singer? Really? What? Yeah, in Ontario. A famous person? I feel like if a folk singer dies by a coyote, that is their choice. That's like a prophesized. <laughs> that's got to be from a folk song. Or it's a kind of um, funeral. Right? I think everyone was really... I think it's the only documented case. Really? Yeah. I think kids have been attacked, but full grown adults. Yeah, that's why it was so unusual. So Fiona, you've had some customer service kind of retail jobs, cafe jobs. Cafes, yeah, mostly. And it sounds like they've all been pretty good. They've been okay. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yep. <laughs> You're proof that you can go through life without too much bad happening. <laughs> now, some of them were in Australia. Is there any chance that you just didn't understand what people were saying to you? It's a pretty big chance. <laughs> yeah. I think when Australians would say unpleasant things to me, it was still kind of cute because they said it in Australian accent. <laughs> can you give us a sample? Um, well, my, (laughs) maybe a bit later. (laughs) I think my jobs are really good because minimum wage is really good in Australia and you don't have to work for tips or anything. Yeah. No, I was a barista and I made $18 an hour. What? Yeah. For a while it was still my highest paying job, but like after I worked in many galleries. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Gallery work is not well paid. No. From what I've learned from girls, the show on HBO. (laughs) So many lessons from that. <laughs> so many. <laughs> it was just like girls. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Out in uh, northern Quebec. <laughs> oh, my God. With your crazy anthropology outfits. <laughs> and the anthropology hotshots that show up. And yeah. No. But yeah, so I think being paid well and not needing to work for tips, nobody tips there, just makes the exchange so much more straightforward and right. uneventful. I like it. Yeah. I would feel comfortable. I know that there's a movement to have like non-tipping restaurants where the employees are paid a living wage. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. I don't need a lot of extra service in terms of... <laughs> what a brat. <laughs> I didn't do anything. You did, you. But you, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> but I can you... see what's going to happen. Because <laughs> it's just like you have future. like so many triggers. <laughs> Your eyes go crazy in your skull. You're like, I'm not going to say, I've got to say it. <laughs> you did walk right into it. <laughs> I was like petting the leaves of this lovely poinsettia. Poisonous to cats. Poinsettia. And then... Poisonous to cats. Yeah. Anyway. It's poisonous... Uh, the, the milk. The milk. Oh. The... What's it called? Latex from it is is poisonous. 
it's a defense mechanism. I'm a plant. I have my you own know a defensive lot about plants. I love plants. <laughs> They're my puppos. Um, sorry. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you said you don't need a lot of yeah, extra I just service. Yeah, to be good. Yeah, and same. to have like a pleasant exchange, that's fine. I know usually what I want out of a uh, sort of a dining experience. And I want people to be pleasant and to know that they're being paid properly would be a nice thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did have one experience, which wasn't terrible, but I guess it was noteworthy. Okay. Um, I had a customer, this really old couple with their family came to the restaurant and the guy, the head of the family guy, uh, kept calling me doll, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure if it's Darl or doll, doll, but whatever. Um, so he'd be like, doll this and doll that. And then at a certain point he thought I was right behind me, but my male coworker was behind me. And he was like, oh, doll, can you? And he looked back and he's like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I called him doll. How embarrassing. Like, he's going to think that I'm one of those honky tonk men. <laughs> and I was like, and, and his wife was like, they don't say that anymore. Dear. And I was like, no one ever said that. What do you mean? Also, I think he was a honky tonk man. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's working in australia <laughs> honky tonk eh yeah honky tonk wow it's gonna think i'm a honky tonk man <laughs> but <laughs> everyone in that restaurant was a honky tonk man does that mean that like he slings his guitar over his shoulder and just like breaks out in honky tonk he's really good at blues Mind, I <laughs> <laughs> is it is it like country or is it blues or is it like country blues I kind of only knew that word from that Honky Tonk Woman song. What song is that? It's Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll just go ask any dad who sings <laughs> yes, that song please. and they can tell me. To all the dads and then he loans you a Dire Straits album. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the worst when dads give you homework to listen to. No. My dad has sent me, um, he does a comedian from Quebec. I forget his name. Juste Poirier. Lucien something. It's the little green and gremlin guy. He has nine CDs that he sent me to listen to. What? That's... And I have kept them, Why? but I have not listened to them. And the first couple of years, my dad's like, have you listened to the Lucien CDs yet? And I'm like, uh, I'm going to, I promise. And then he, my dad's learned like after five years, if I haven't done it, I'm not going to do it. But I will not say that I'm not going to do it because yeah. I don't want to hurt his feelings. Yeah. It's like an extended, I'll get around to it. And then... I'm sure one day you'll uncover them once CD players don't exist anymore and you'll be like, oh, I really wish I could listen to this. I have to listen to it. I definitely want to. But I loan my CD player to the people that work in the warehouse where I work so they can listen to music while I work. That's nice. But I kind of want it back. <laughs> I'm a bit of a hard spot. <laughs> no, I'm like, I would like to listen to a few CDs. That's a great excuse, I still have though. a CD player on my laptop. I have an old Mac. Oh, it yeah. still works oh, fairly still well. I have a CD player. Yeah. Hmm. I don't <laughs> i my well, you're a real honky-tonk woman yeah i got a tape <laughs> player and a record player though that's cool so. i was thinking about getting a record player just because they're so beautiful to look at it's very hypnotic <laughs> so my retail nightmare this week is from when i worked at one of the natural pharmacies have you heard about the smart hydro box no. when it's like the smart meter I don't know. And it's supposed to, in the natural health community, they believe that it will cause mental and physical issues because of the radiation. What? Because okay. of the electromagnetic yep, things? Yeah, exactly. Yep. I knew someone who was... Yeah, really on board that. with that. <laughs> Wait, so this is like hydro... So BC Hydro the was changing boxes. all of their meters. Okay, like the, the meters. That measures how much energy you're using in your household. And they're changing them over to these more computerized, more accurate meters that would also cost more money because they're more accurate. 
in theory. Some people are very concerned about that. But the natural health community is very concerned about the electromagnetic frequencies and the health issues that would would happen because people were feeling like they were getting very sick once they were installed and there had been no testing. So the owner of the natural pharmacy was the kind of the leader of this movement to have these things taken off the market. So we had to have the signs taped to oh, no. the cash register saying that they basically these meters are going to kill you and your family uh, and to come to the next meeting so we can stop this from happening. And if you already have a meter, like an old meter at your house, they can't legally change it if you don't let them. So we'd have oh. to provide the posters for people saying like, do not by order of law, change this meter. If you change this meter, you are breaking the law. We will take you to court. And so people would come in and we would have to talk about how electromagnetic fields. It was awkward because I really don't know. And maybe they do make people sick. Maybe they don't. But we got some pretty interesting characters getting very (laughs) angry at the cash register about these meters being changed. But you guys were on the same team. Yeah, I wasn't on any team. I was on team, <laughs> I need this money, I'm in school. <laughs> I just want to catch my paycheck and pay it's a big team. my phone bill. All I know about electromagnetic fields is in the Matrix when they like flip that switch and then all the evil robots die. <laughs> the other thing was, you could buy a small... I think they small... flipped on one of those um, BC yeah. <laughs> smart boxes. <laughs> the store also sold these small copper stickers that you could put on your cell phones to block the... <laughs> radiation from getting into your brain cool. you could also put the small sticker on your bc hydrometer to block the radiation from getting into your home could you also put it on your genitals <laughs> yeah to block anyone going near your genitals <laughs> once and for all stay away <laughs> copper sales sword after the genital one. <laughs> and this is at the same store where the woman wore white gloves to touch all of the receipt paper oh cool so i was almost having a nervous breakdown working three part-time jobs in school and dealing with these shenanigans. Why did she have to wear white gloves? Because the receipt paper was contaminated oh. with BPA. Because she was a debutante. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it would just be, okay, fancy time. <laughs> receipt paper. What about you, Jessica? Well, this whole week I've been working at Cafe, which in itself is amazing. I have no complaints about Cafe. I gave it a five out of five review on Yelp. <laughs> I don't ever use Yelp, so that's rare. Uh, <laughs> but I'd never worked at a cafe before. And that job, there's two separate sides. There's the side with the cats on it, and then there's the cafe side. So the cats never go to where the food is prepared. So I worked five shifts, and four of them I was on the cat side. So that was fun because all the cats would just come up and sit on whatever I was working on. It was great. <laughs> and then I worked the last shift on the cafe side, which was it was also fine. I'm not... <laughs> Uh, the best barista, but that's another story. But in general, what working at this place made me realize is that I don't want to work in a job where I have to repeat the same thing 20 times an hour to customers that is written on the wall, like right beside me (laughs) that, you know, I wouldn't have to say so much if the people just looked around their surroundings. What are they asking you? Super salad. (laughs) (laughs) Platter, platter. (laughs) Yeah. And I have to say it in that accent. No, stuff like, you know, there's 
a menu of the food and there's a menu of the drinks. And they'd be like, what do you have for drinks? And the, just for all the hot drinks, there's like a list of them. And then all the cold drinks, there was like a sample of them all like right in front mm. of them. And they'd be like, what sort of tea do you have? And I was like, they're all laying there, right? Like you can sniff all of them. They're Don't like, make me point at the sign. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't make me tap the sign. And you know, on the front of the business, it says like, step one, do this. Step two, do this. And people would immediately go straight into the step two area and be like, how does this work? And I'm like, well, you just walk past all the instructions, but I'll gladly tell you. <laughs> What's step one? Uh, just go in and pay admission, basically. Okay. Get a coffee and then go hang out with the cats. But yeah, so I was just like, I don't... How, how does it work? <laughs> <laughs> What's step two? Um, hang out with cats or get coffee? It has to do with number two. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Basically, the nightmare was remembering what it's like working in retail, even though I've only had a very brief break from it, but that most of the stuff you have to tell people could just be, your job could be replaced by a sign, a well-placed, people never read signs, well-worded sign. Some do. And I love those people. Yeah. They're like, don't worry. I've read it all. You don't have to tell me. And I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> That's very nice. You stop making the new set of the paper straws. Because <laughs> you're just going to kill yourself if you oh. have to repeat it one more time. <laughs> I thought he meant, never mind. I was going to go to a dark place. But yeah. As opposed to killing yourself. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was worried you were going to go dark. <laughs> no. And it was just, just the regular. Perfect amount of dark. But yeah, I actually really liked working there. And I can't work there anymore because I have another job. But it was nice helping my friend out. And I really want to go back and visit there a lot because the cats are so cute. They look so cute, and five have been adopted already. I think six now. Whoa! Do they have to get new cats? Yeah, they get new cats every Thursday. Frouche coots. (laughs) Frouche coots. It sounds kind of dirty. Frouche coots. It's sort of like cooter toots. What a cooter toots. Never mind. (laughs) Gross. You just had to say it. I haven't used the word cooter in so long, I missed it. Remember your cooter face. Fiona's known me for so long. She knew me when my favorite word was anus. And I would just say it so many times. Sing it. Arguably our only our own band song. Oh, yeah. Fiona was the other member of the band Two and a Half Whoa. with me. Two and a Half. Yeah. That we discussed in the very first episode. Two and a Half. I listened to that. When you were talking about tuna, how many cans of tuna you could have. Yeah. I was like, Two and a Half. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I was in the car with two other people. And they're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, in your hour-long ride to the grocery store. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's a perfect time to listen to our it's podcast. exactly one podcast long oh. to go to the supermarket. That's great. That's and then great. another one on the way back. Another one on the way back. If you're feeling saucy. <laughs> uh, if you say cooter in yeah, it. Cooter toots. Cooter, and cooter. two and a half. And two and Reunited. And <laughs> Yeah. We're missing we, the half, though. Oh, yeah. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do... Do you want to tell one of your actual nightmares? Um, uh, Sure. Okay. No pressure. <laughs> this okay, is a wait. special segment. Yeah. Fiona's dreamscape. <laughs> Fiona's You should have it every time. You have yeah. to Skype me in. And, <laughs> and it's like, oh, I'll tell you. <laughs> Most of my dreams will be like, it was in the kitchen, but it's not the kitchen. <laughs> and I was me, but like, 
my brother (laughs) but i could also like see myself but i was doing it at the same time and i'd lost my key but i had a key i still opened the door i needed it to open but i was in trouble for losing my key (laughs) then it started all over again fiona has these amazing vivid dreams that i mean you can try and analyze them you should have a contest yeah Tell Fiona what her dreams mean. Sure. Whoever has Do the best. Do you tell people what their dreams mean? No, but we're going to oh. run a contest with our listeners. Oh. Whoever gets the closest to what you think your dream means. <laughs> tell me, Will please. win something from one of our houses. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a cooter tune. <laughs> <laughs> package it. I'll put it in a bubble mailer. <laughs> <laughs> Do not open cooter toot and closed. So actually, okay, sidebar. We were discussing this like, do you think you could give a shark to someone? Like <laughs> We were- I thought you said shark, and I was like, that's not ethical. <laughs> but yes, I will take but your sharks, sharks. Yes, very ethical. Sharks. <laughs> what do you mean, give it? Like, as I a think gift? we were, yeah. <laughs> it's a gift you give yourself. <laughs> I think Ashley was replacing words and songs for the word shark. Oh, that's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As I said, long taste. car rides. But um, one of them was last Christmas. I gave you my shark. <laughs> I sing that. Okay, I've done that. Yeah. Really? It's, yeah. Yeah. Right. But then I was like, could you really give a chart like or would it just be like a splatter of shit like because it's not like they wouldn't know oh yeah it's in the action of like yeah that's what i think yeah like it's... otherwise it's just like some poo i have to say really that of all the questions raised on this podcast this one is the one i'm the least into finding out the answer to yeah, that's true. it's like a, a theoretical i need to know for a i feel like that's how the flu spreads yeah <laughs> Oof, maroon. Okay. Oof, right, maroon. So undecided. That's okay. So what's what's your most... <laughs> yes, un- you could. For sure. <laughs> you but think? For sure. I mean, if you really wanted to, you could probably make it happen. Maybe in 2016, that can be the year that <laughs> sharks become shart. giftable. <laughs> Fuck hover sneakers. <laughs> I think in the year 2016, we should all start calling French fries French fries. <laughs> French fries? French fries. <laughs> I'm down. <Yeah>. French fries. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, I'm on board. That's sure. sort yeah. of the voice that Jay does when we have to go through a toll booth on tour. He's like, "Thanks, can I have a receipt, please?" French <laughs> <laughs> <Like> fries. <laughs> he does it every time, and because you're just meeting a person for like five seconds, you know they don't know that that's not your real voice. <laughs> so they're always like, "Here you go, dear," and he's like, "Can I have a receipt?" <laughs> and I'm losing my mind because I'm like. Jerk! Like, don't make fun of this person. They've got a bad job. He's not sh- making fun of. You the should person. have them on this podcast sometime. Jay? No, the people. The people. The, the voice. <laughs> that is Jay's real voice. Can I really quickly tell you guys about a retail nightmare where I was the customer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flip it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I went to a shoe store and oh, I no. tried on these boots and they wouldn't zip all the way up because I have really chubby calves. And, uh, not really. There, if you were me and tried to try on boots, I have the same problem. See. Yeah. But also, I think they make boots too narrow. I agree. They For active ladies, you get a calf muscle. Yeah. <laughs> Biker's body. Such a biker's body. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I tried to zip them up and they wouldn't go up. And the lady who was the shop lady was like, it's Italian leather. They're lovely. They stretch totally. Like, zip it up, zip it up. And I was like, oh, no, it's, like, really tight. And she was like, no, do it. And she grabbed the zipper and zipped it up. 
and it never came back down. <gasps> and they had to cut me out of those boots. <laughs> oh, no. And it was the worst day of my life. Oh, no. <laughs> there was this. It was in Australia, in Melbourne, at the, like, Gravity Pope equivalent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They were, they were very expensive boots. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. There were boots oh. that I wasn't even going to buy because they were way too expensive. Did you have to pay for them? Or? No. Oh, that's I think good. the shop lady had to pay that's for them. That's good. It was maybe her worst day of her life, too. Yeah, well, she should learn not to zip something against <laughs> someone's wishes. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us about your dream. Um, okay, so I'll do... I was going to tell you guys about a poo dream, but I won't. <laughs> kind of really, I think, exhausted. Uh, yeah, maybe. maybe. Jessica's face says, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, please, no more. It's okay, it's okay. Your face says legit no. <laughs> it says that um, all the time. <laughs> tell me later. I have resting no I'll face. I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica has resting yes poo face. I'm <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> Okay, so a classic one of my dreams. It was one of my first nightmares that I remember. I think I was like 10 years old. So backstory, the majority of my dreams take place in my family's holiday house, okay. um, which we call a ranch, but it isn't a ranch. It's just an old house. Rancho Relaxo. Ran- <laughs> Rancho Relaxo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's an old hacienda from like, we're not sure, like probably the 1800s at some point. Oh, wow. It's a really old house. You grew um, up in Mexico for the listener. I grew up in Mexico. We haven't, I don't think we talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so in this dream... So it's like the kind where it's kind of a square and the middle has a plaza sort a of thing. A courtyard style. Yeah, a yep. courtyard. And in real life, it has grass and it used to have a fountain in the middle. But oh in my, my dream, it didn't have a fountain. It was just all stone. And the middle was like this big pool pit kind of thing. And it was all empty. And so I dreamt that uh, somebody was telling me that there was a ghost girl going around in the house. And I was really scared. And so, and they were like, just don't look into the mirror. But... <laughs> I had to check my hair. <laughs> you do have to check so, it. You were a very yeah. vain child. Yeah. <laughs> Who wasn't? <laughs> um, and so I was looking in the mirror, and I could see just myself, but it kind of wiggled a little bit. And then my my best friend at the time came in to the to the bathroom and looked at herself in the mirror, and both our reflections just meshed into one reflection Whoa. of a different girl entirely. And then my cousin, who was my next closest friend um i had a strict hierarchy as a child uh she came in and looked in the mirror and then her reflection sort of like glooped into the the new one and this totally new girl showed up and then once my cousin came in the girl could move by herself in the mirror and and so she looked at us and she was like thank you and we were like (laughs) and so then (laughs) we'd released her and we knew that she had killed her parents so so i was really terrified and then i like i ran outside and the pool that was empty was just starting to get filled with blood (laughs) and then i woke up (laughs) you were i'm speechless i had such a dark mind as a child (laughs) so but then years later this is where it's a crossover with ghost story once we were at the holiday house just kind of hanging out and this super, super old guy came by the door, IRL, not dreams. Um, <laughs> and he was like, this used to be my family's house. And we were like, oh, we'll come by. Like, we'll show you a tour. We just did a big remodel. So I'm really sorry. We've taken that really nice old fountain from the middle. And he was like, oh, there was never a fountain there. That's where we collected the rainwater. 
So there used to be just a pit there. Oh. He's like the blood water. I mean, rain water. I mean, rain. rain He's like, have you seen a little girl around here? (laughs) Yeah. So he said that there wasn't any grass there before. It was just stones and the the pool in the middle, which was exactly like my dream. That's super creepy. Yeah. You're a creepy little kid. That is a crossover ghost story. Yeah. For sure. So I think there's something there. That's good. You never told me that. I didn't tell you no, that. I never heard that one. Mm-hmm. Upstate. <laughs> That's really great. Thank you for sharing yeah. <laughs> your most intimate nightmare. Puppo of the week. Yeah. Arf 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 arf. <laughs> I love Doopie the Puppo of the week. So. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Jay. Did you? Oh, did he make that? It's uh, it's me singing it. It's us singing it, right? Maybe. Did I sing on that one? I don't think so. Maybe All I think the barks? I sang on Alicia's self help corner, and that's it. It's like a MIDI bark keyboard. <laughs> oh, actually, I was at an art store. I was at Deseris, which used to be Loomis, Loomis, Loomis. <laughs> we used to spend thousands of dollars on art supplies <laughs> when we were in university. It's all like toys now there in that art store. They had a giant keyboard that was shaped like a cat's face and it was, you could play, it was polyphonic too, which was great, which a lot of these crappy little ones, you can only play one note at a time, but there was different settings. There was banjo, organ, piano, and then meow. There was meow. (laughs) There was a meow setting and then you could have drum beats too and there was like techno and samba. How much was that? Tech meow. How much was that? <laughs> uh, I didn't check how expensive it was, but I did stand there and like play quite a bit. bass lines from Jay's songs on it. And he was like, what is that? And I was like, you don't recognize your own song in meows? <laughs> Fiona, who is your puppo? So my problem is I have too many puppos. That is not a problem. Like Mm-mm. my life is all puppos. Yeah. Yeah. Just the other day we were, um, our favorite game to play now is uh, what actor would play the dog. <gasps> and a great game. Yeah. And most recently... What character of Harry Potter are all the dogs? <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> very specific. That one. That one was like a good three hours of my day, maybe. Who plays Harry? <laughs> no Harry. We don't have a Harry. Oh. I don't think anybody is. I would say a beagle. There is a beagle there, oh. but we don't know him very well. But he, yeah. He oh, all the Harry dogs po- in your neighborhood. Who yeah. would they be in Harry Potter? Yeah, I get it now. Sorry. Did you just think like just in general if oh, you're like casting? What breed? <gasps> What yeah. breed of dog? That's yeah. such a good game. Yeah. yeah. Hypothetical dog. At first, I was like St. Bernard. Too beefy. Basset Hound. You have Harry's Basset Hound? I don't know. Weimaraner? Hmm. <laughs> You're all over the place. <laughs> yeah, Deer Hound. That's very different. Actually, I think Weimaraner. Totally. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. he's kind of generic. Maybe Border Collie? I think Border Collie. Would Ron be. Yeah, especially with that little lightning stripe. Oh. Yeah. Would Ron be like a duck toller? <laughs> What's that? It's like one of those. They've got like little pink noses and they're sort of caramel. They're like an East Coast dog, right? Yeah. They're very oh. cute. They're really cute. Oh. They look like a Werther's original. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All this kind of Cinemore. caramel co- color. Yeah. They're beautiful. <laughs> but so what actor would play your cat? Um, my cat was, oh, what actor would play my cat? <laughs> your cat has an interesting nose. Yeah, it has a very... It looks like a human's nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because of the coloring. Yeah, so really like any human could play her. I think Juliette Binoche. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes people say, I look like Juliette Binoche. You kind of do. I could see that. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. You should be I my cat. I also look like a cat. <laughs> like a young Juliette. I, yeah, I always thought we were the same age. She's aged really well, though. Like, I don't think I'd know if she was young or old. She Juliette used to have, Binoche. like, cute little cheeks. 
And now she's more like angular. <laughs> she like grown up little cheeks. Cute little cheeks. <laughs> when she's a baby. I knew her when she's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I go way back. This is baby Julie. <laughs> you have a cat and do you have a dog? I also have a dog. Okay. What are the names? Name is, the cat's name is Juana and the dog's name is Ramon, <laughs> which is They're not great. a name in French. So the vet is always like... Raymond? Ramon? <laughs> and I'm like, Ramon, like the band Ramones. And then they just write Ramones. <laughs> like, yeah, right. This is what my kind dog. dog is he? You too. Um, it, not a kind, a street dog. Oh, where'd you get him? <laughs> I, in OJ. Oh, wow. Uh, so he was on the street last winter. He showed up at Ashley's school one morning and he had icicles on his fur oh. and he was shaking in a corner. And um, so Ashley brought him home. Or she called me and she was like, there's a dog in the school. And so I brought him home immediately. (laughs) (laughs) That's how she talks. (laughs) She's always on the verge of tears. Life is tough for dog so we brought him home and unknown providence unknown but um most of the dogs in oj are just kind of free yeah um they go home at night sometimes they don't go home at night but they're sort of their own people and so this dog i was like are you just your own person and you're kind of failing um so i put a <laughs> <Same>. picture <laughs> <laughs> i am that dog are we we're all ramon <laughs> so i put a picture of him up on the facebook group there's like a community facebook group yeah and I said, is this anyone's dog? And it was nobody's dog. So it quickly became my dog. Aww. And he's the best. Well, actually, he's a really sickly dog. He got parvo right away. Oh, boy. He's just, like, being really sick all the time. But he gets through it. And he's pretty good. And is he, like, a German Shepherd mix? Is he... Um, People who look at him say he looks like a hyena or, like, a coyote. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's kind got of that sort of brindley... Yeah, he's got the stripy tiger stripes kind yep. of thing and his face sort of looks like a german shepherd but little like the size of a coyote he's pretty cute that's great i'm he's really happy dog. that he found you guys i'm really happy that i think that happens us. that they just know where to go yeah to go find to the people. library <laughs> he's a wise dog he's like i need to learn how to get a family <laughs> i need to read a dog book but um if i had to choose a puppo of just the community dogs yeah right now i think my favorite would be a dog that we call bruce <laughs> i think his real name is brutus but i think bruce is cooler yeah um thanks yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's like a boxer dog but bigger he always sneaks up on you and pets himself with your hand <gasps> without you having to move your hand down or up that's so yeah. cute so you just feel a head behind you that's already petting itself Aww, um, a self-petting dog yeah so what happens to the dogs because quebec is crazy cold at night it's crazy not cold. this year but it will get really cold where do the dogs stay that don't go home most of them go home. Mm-hmm. Some of them are really tough. Yeah. Like there's one dog that's called Gagus that was my favorite dog up until quite recently. Sounds like the boss from a video game. <laughs> he is the boss from a video <laughs> game. Gagus, I think, means bear in Cree. Okay. I used to call him Majestic, but then I learned his real name. Mm. I decided to use that. But um, but yeah, he looks like a bear. Like if he was a bear 
And people were like, ooh, mistake. We thought it was a dog. I wouldn't be surprised. Right. <laughs> and he sleeps outside. He's like 12, and he's slept outside his whole life. Wow. Even in like negative 50. So he just has like a really thick coat. I guess so, yeah. That's very impressive. But there's a lot of dogs, like if it's really late at night and a dog is on your porch kind of shaking, you just let it in and it sleeps in the little dividey bit where you leave your shoes and stuff. Yeah. That has oh. happened. This is like an ideal civilization you're living it's, in. It's really good. Communal dogs everywhere. <laughs> and they're all really nice. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah, you all like hang out in sort of packs and go for walks and stuff. Yeah, they come on walks. I don't know why. Like they're free all day. They could take themselves on walks, but they only go on walks whenever you go. Oh, that's they're nice. companion animals, they right? Like it. Like it's some nice. part of them yeah. just ha- will always have that. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it's nice when it's like four or five. But I've had maybe twelve come, and that's <laughs> just too much. <laughs> It starts being like dog politics. Like two of them don't like each other. And like, oh. why did you come? Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you weren't even invited. This yes. was cool. <laughs> Everyone was being cool. <laughs> this happens every time. <laughs> I am thinking about getting a dog, and I had a dog for years, and it's been a long time since I had one. And I think that part of his problem with socializing was with other dogs was he was just naturally a bit aggressive. Like he would play the dominant role he never heard another dog or anything but then i would get tense and then everything would kind of go more tense i want to have that zen attitude about being around dogs instead of being like oh yeah no no oh don't do that yeah it's tough their own politics are weird and it's like why do you hate him you were just playing (laughs) (laughs) so my mom went to visit oh yeah and she got really involved with the dogs (laughs) (laughs) too much your Um, mom has always had many dogs she has many dogs okay my mom has six dogs at home what oh really oh no my mom's always had like two oh yeah my mom usually has two right now she has three at home and she has a greenhouse so then she has three watchdogs at the greenhouse whoa yeah she like growing in there um, no, they're actually the worst guard dogs ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's gross tomatoes in a regular. Oh, nice. It's coveted. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, when my mom went to visit, like I've gotten, again, Zen ad- attitude of if it's not my dog in a fight, I don't care. <laughs> wow. And so if there's all these dogs just like doing their thing and being super annoying and I kind of just ignore them. And my mom was like, well, at first, this dog, Cindy, came with us. Cindy. Who, Cindy is like the toughest boy dog ever. Like he's, I feel like Cindy would be his prison name. That's Whoa. what I imagine. <laughs> what? But is it a girl dog? No. Amazing. But we named a lot of dogs boy names. And so I wanted to even it out. Right. Because I feel like the go-to is a boy name. Yeah. So Cindy. So Cindy is like a black pit bull big dog um and he's kind of a shit like he always gets into fights with other dogs and stuff and so at first he came in my mom was like cindy well like get this dog out of here like why do we have cindy on our walk and i was like there's no way of not getting him to come on the walk he's just here (laughs) and then at the end of our walk he got into a pretty serious fight with a dog i'd never seen before and my mom intervened and she oh, kicked wow. the other dog away. And I was like, Mom, what are you doing? And she's like, He had my Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You don't even like him. <laughs> but then were they bonded from there on? Yeah. Except he pushed her over and she fell down. Oh, no. <laughs> Cindy's kind of a shit. <laughs> I feel like moms just will be able to roll with that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, she was okay. She was just glad that Cindy was okay. That's sweet. 
That's Your Popo of the Week, Jessica? My Popo is, of course, one of the cats at Cat Fay because that's all I've been doing lately. Uh, he was a stray, and his name is... Wait, who was my Popo that I did last time? A stray? <laughs> was it Skip? No, I think it was Skip. Yeah, it was Skip. Okay. okay. My Popo <laughs> is a cat from Cat Fay. I was almost going to do the same Popo I did last week, but... It is not. It is Mittens, Ooh. who was a tuxedo cat. Well, is a tuxedo cat. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to scare everyone. He's still a tuxedo cat. Uh, long, long hair. Fur? Hair? He's fur. Yeah, it's definitely hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he has a little black spot on his nose, which is otherwise mostly all white fur around him. And he's so soft, so soft that you're touching it and you're like, am I touching a solid object right now? It's just <laughs> so fluffy and majestic. And he he got adopted and he went to his home yesterday, which is very exciting because I think out of the eight cats that were there that I got to meet, I think six of them are all in new homes now. Probably by the time this comes out, they'll all be in homes. Yeah. Mittens was very sweet and everyone loved him and he was the most photogenic. And I think for the first three days he was at Cat Fay, he hid just in the same area. He didn't come out. And then he decided he was going to come out and just be right at the front and greet everyone as they came in. <laughs> and so he really did a 180. He really pushed himself. Yeah. He was like, you know what? I'm going to get adopted. I'm going to figure out how to do this. Mittens was better than Cafe. Oh, my uh, gosh. It would be so great to write a story about the cats. Oh, my gosh. And they know that they're going to get adopted. And so their own ways of trying to get attention or. Well, yeah. So this, we sort of. We yeah. sort of. Uh, <laughs> Most we, of my stories are like, this would be great. and so sad. <laughs> well, we all the people who are working there were sort of giving them narratives because. Larry was another tuxedo cat who would just sleep right on the counter and he was the first uh -huh. to get adopted and he went home the day that the people came in to meet him and then as soon as Larry was gone, Mittens sort of was like, oh, I'm going to start doing what Larry did. Like, <laughs> this seems to work. So people can take the cat right from the cafe? It has to go through the SPCA. Um, uh, you have to be approved. But uh, yeah, that's how. So it can all happen through the cafe. Yep. How long? That's amazing. Like, the moment that you're like, I want this cat. How long do you have to wait until you have that cat? Um, it just has to be approved. So it depends on how busy they are at the SPCA. Oh. Uh, how dodgy you are? Yeah, you have to go through like a certain level of checks. You go through like a adoption counselor who's like, okay, are you prepared to like have this cat for maybe like the next twenty years? And like, do you have a stable environment and all this? Um, but mittens, yeah, mittens has gone home. And everyone sort of had the same reaction with Mittens. Like, oh, Mittens is so sweet. What a cute, soft, beautiful kitten. Like, what, what the fuck? That asshole just totally scratched me. So he scratched me on the arm and Mittens. I have a little scar. Were you petting him too hard? I don't even know when it happened because I didn't feel it and it never hurt once. And I was wearing a long sleeve sweater and then I rolled up my sleeve and I was like, why is there blood all over my arm? Like it was a deep scratch. How do you know it was Mitten? Because he was the only one that I had interacted How with. How do you that know day. it wasn't you? Because <laughs> um, I know it was Mitten. I had a mysterious scratch like that the other day too. It was probably Mittens. <laughs> Weird. Mittens gets all over town. Mittens I don't think powers. Mittens should be adopted. <laughs> That's the other thing that like, 
we were imagining that he was sort of a demon because <laughs> he looks so cute but then in a lot of photos he sort of looks all knowing <laughs> like he's sort of staring right in the camera like he's like i'm gonna kill all these people <laughs> Uh, He's playing everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, Mittens, I'm glad you got adopted. But also, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you. Uh, who's your papo, Alicia? Um, oh, this is really tough. I've had a lot of human papo interaction. Mm, but then there's just like straight up papos. <laughs> you gotta give it's, those. It's tough. I'm gonna say... That my papo of the week is... You're looking around the room. Uh, <laughs> You're staring at my slipper. That's your slipper. <laughs> my friend's slippers. <laughs> my friend, who I will not name, owns this really Anonymous. cute pair of slippers. I actually didn't get out of the house a lot the last little, oh, the last little while. Um, <laughs> and see a lot of papos, but... I'm going to say that my puppo of the week is Jasper, this puppo I've been looking at to adopt, and they said that he was already going to be adopted by other people, but he hasn't been. <gasps> There's still hope. He's a poodle greyhound mix from Big and Small Rescue in Vancouver, and they still haven't found a home for him, and he looks so soft and so sweet. And he looks... look at him on the internet every day. He looks like someone drew him. Like, yeah. he doesn't what? look real. <laughs> yeah, so... You can adopt a pet? I can in the new year, but I haven't moved into my pet-friendly place yet. Oh. And, I mean, it's going to be a huge lifestyle change. So there's so many factors. But then I see these dogs, and I'm like, let's just do this. Gosh, I'm going to win. Yeah. I'm not – like, I haven't had a pet for a a long time or any responsibility like that. So, But Jasper, he's so sweet. He looks so soft. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's got a funny haircut right now, too. Is it the circle haircuts? No. Oh, Oh. He's just basically been shaved. He looks cold. Cold and shy. I have that in common. Yeah. (laughs) I was just going to say, just like you. Well, uh, people want to find this amazing blog of yours that I've heard about. Where would they find that? Um, On on Tumblr? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I I haven't updated it in a while, but I will after But it has interesting stuff. It has interesting stuff. Everyone is listening. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Um, So my blog is (laughs) (laughs) ffyesyes.tumblr.com. I may have been in a rush when I started it. I just wanted to get to the content. (laughs) (laughs) ffyesyes. Next. Yeah. (laughs) I also exist on Instagram. Oh, who are you on Instagram? (laughs) ffyesyes. Amazing. I could be very easily, like, identity thefted, I think. (laughs) Yeah. And real quick, what's your password? <laughs> Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's. No. <laughs> your dad is Einstein. My dad is Einstein. That's really cool. He's pretty smart. Well, we'll talk about that on the next podcast that you're on. Yeah, come back. Yeah, are you going to be back to. in town? Um, next Christmas. Next Christmas. Well, mm. then you can be our Christmas guest. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Keep us posted on those dogs. Yeah. Oh, I will. Yeah. Awesome. If you add me on Facebook, I, there's oh, daily I pictures. Like, I'll be yeah. walking down the street, and then I'll go through Jessica's friends, and then creep on you, and then add you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it for every guest. But I, will be I feel so you. lucky. <laughs> I'm very happy that the two of you got to meet. Yeah, this is yeah, great. Yeah, me Thank too. you for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Bird curts. <laughs> <laughs> I want to eat that still. One day I'll have I'm going to do Ashley's voice again. <laughs> I'm poutine. I can't see those clothes. And then there's this donkey and I stood on his face. You stood on a 
on donkey's pain. <laughs> <laughs> icicles. Why don't you listen to me? <laughs> Sorry. She just want a hamburger <laughs> and <laughs> steam it. <laughs> Ashley, if you want to phone in what your actual voice sounds like, we will play that by comparison. <laughs> you should play them at the same time so you'll see they just sound like exactly Which one's same. Ashley? Which one's Alicia? We'll put them in the Ashley. computer and see the waves and then like match them up and be like, it's an exact match. Enhance. Enhance. It'll be uh, just like Blade Runner. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. If you want to send us your retail nightmares, we're going to get better at uh, reading those out in 2016. That is my New Year's resolution. Email us at retailnightmarespodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> okay, bye. Always good to end on a high note. <laughs> 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 bye. bye. <laughs>